What is up, you guys? Welcome back to Lily Talks and Resells. Today, we're going to talk about financial literacy. Uh, as hard as it is, it is to believe, a lot of people think that having more money or making more money will cure their financial illiteracy, and that's simply not true. And I'll go ahead and throw in a few examples of mine in there because I've dealt with this before, and it's just, uh, I'm learning. I'm learning. Um, but let's get started. So this is have this has been a common topic I've seen on Twitter a lot. Um, well, I only see it on Twitter because I only am on Twitter. Uh, I don't really use Instagram anymore. I don't. I, I don't know. I never really liked it. But anyways, that's besides the point. The point is, I've seen a lot of tweets about how, for example. Oh, if I had an extra thousand dollars, or if I made an extra thousand dollars a month, that would solve so many problems for me. And the sad reality is that that if you're financially illiterate, that is simply not true. It would actually bring you perhaps even more problems. And I've seen it a lot amongst people who grew up poor. Um, I grew up poor myself, and it's an issue that sometimes. A lot of times, actually, it's taught. Uh, so we repeat the same behaviors. Um, like, for example, people that love to flex. People that love to buy useless brand name shit just to prove a point that they're successful when they're probably just racking up the debt. Uh, it happens a lot in people that, again, grew up poor and they have a come up. Whether they went to college and now they have a good career and they make decent money whether it's the sports players that, again, came from poverty, and then all of a sudden they have all these millions of dollars, as well as the people that win the lottery. It is estimated that about 70% of people that win the lottery end up broke within a few years, or bankrupt within a few years after winning such a huge amount of money. I mean, clearly, the amount of money that people have is not the issue, rather than financial literacy or financial illiteracy in this case there is a general rule that if you cannot handle the amount of money that you make now and you can't manage it correctly then there's no way you can manage two times as much three times as much four times as much or even millions of dollars if you cannot handle what you have now and you don't know how to responsibly spend your money and how to responsibly invest your money now then there's no way you'll be able to know how to later because it's very likely that you'll run into the behaviors of what's called new money and you want to go on a spending spree it kind of it's kind of the same reason why so many people receive thousands of dollars in their own tax returns and within two Three months, they blew it off on some random shit like a TV or a car or something like that. Well, of course, a car is a necessity in most U.S. cities, right? But you don't have to buy a brand new car. You don't have to blow your money on a down payment for a new car. Nor do you have to use it to buy this flashy car. You can probably use half of it if you really need a car. You can probably use... a portion of it and put it towards a car that you can drive in the meantime while investing the rest. You know, I, I work for a lending company and I see this all the time. Around, I would say, 
March, April, February, March, April, uh, people, it's really slow, and then as soon as, like, May hits, it's like everybody comes back because it's, like, asking for more money because they already blew their tax returns, and it's really sad to see because I remember, <laughs> this is a quite funny story, I, I remember when I um, got my first tax return six years ago, yeah, about five or six years ago, um, I don't remember... No, well, my son is six, so it had to have been five years ago because, obviously, I received it after he was born. And I looked at my check. I don't remember how much it was. I think it was, like, 5000 I don't recall. Um, and I looked at it, and I was like, what the fuck? And, and, like, the first thing that came to my head was, oh, now I know why people have a lot of kids. And it's funny because growing up, I would see these type of people all the time. Um, Obviously, not all poor people, not all people that have a lot of kids do it for this reason. But, I mean, it'd be a little naive to not think that that's why they do it because they get a big payout. I've seen people get, like, $7,000, $8,000 on tax returns just because they have a lot of kids. And a lot of people do do that, which is kind of, I'm sorry to say, it's kind of dumb because... The more you spend way more year round clothing and feeding these children than what you get back on a tax return. It doesn't make any actual financial sense. And that's not to say it's a bad thing. Uh, You can have as many kids as you want as long as you can afford it. And the reason I say this is from experience. I'm a single parent. I have a decent income. And the reality is if I had one more child... I wouldn't be able to afford my life based off of the income that I currently make. It just wouldn't be possible. And I've seen a lot of people make just as much as I do, or maybe a little bit more, and they have more than two, three kids plus a wife or a a partner. And the reality is most people cannot afford the children that they have, and that's just the truth. And I think that Yes, children are a blessing. I'm not saying that they're not. But the reality is if you're not financially free, and this is, again, this is a mistake that I made. I was not financially free when I had my kid, and I am still not financially free, and my son is six. You should not be having kids. And that was a conscious decision that I made. Not only do I personally not want more kids, I also did not have more kids for this sole reason because I knew I couldn't afford it. It just doesn't make sense. Kids are expensive. Yes, they're a blessing, but they're expensive as hell. And if you cannot afford it, then you should be focusing on your financial freedom first before having them. Or if you already have some, don't have more until you're financially free. Because at the end of the day, we all want to provide for our kids the best future we possibly can. And we cannot do that if instead of working on our financial freedom, on getting our money together, on disciplining ourselves to make more money, to invest, to all these things, we're only making the future of our children that we continue to have less viable because we can't provide. If we can't provide for them when they're babies, what makes us think if we're not disciplining ourselves, what makes us think that we can provide for them when they go to college, when they want to start a business, when they, you know, how can we leave them in inheritance? There's no way. So I implore upon people to really think about where their money is going. 
And this is another thing. A lot of people are really entrapped in the in the circle of instant gratification where they want things now. And the reality is sometimes, a lot of times, those things are to the detriment of our own financial freedom. And we don't see it that way because we're so busy trying to cover our own securities of what we have and what we don't have that we want to show off to other people. Uh, or we just simply don't like the discipline to be like, okay, just wait, like, Wait until I actually have money. Wait until I actually can afford it. Just because you have the money to buy it doesn't mean you can afford it. Let me make this clear. Again, just because you have the money to buy it does not mean that you can afford it. And let me make the distinction between having the money to buy something and having and being able to afford it. So what I mean by this is, Being able to afford something means that by spending the money, you're not going to, you don't give jack shit about how much is left. It's something that you do not think about whatsoever. So for example, if you have a thousand dollars and something costs 500, you have the money to buy it. But if you buy it and you're like, fuck, I only have $500, then that you, you can't afford it. Pure and simple. You can't afford it. Why? Because you're thinking about how much is left. Let's say you have $50,000 in your savings. You spend five hundred. and you're like, oh, whatever. Who cares? That's when you know you can afford it. And I'm talking about things that are not necessities. I'm talking about things that are not rent, things that are not food, things that are not anything that has to do with our instant gratification Anything that has to do with, you know, I want a new TV, I want a brand new car, when our current car is still good, right? All those things. If you want to buy any of those things that are for your enjoyment, right? And you're thinking about how much money you have left, you can't afford it. Pure and simple. And a lot of people do not make that distinction. A lot of people think that because you have the money to buy it means you can afford it. That's not true. You just happen to have the money to buy it. But if you're constantly thinking about how much money you have left after every purchase, you can't afford it. Simple. And for example, I mean, if you don't really want to discipline yourself as much and you don't really care for financial freedom, I mean, why don't you just do this? If you want something that's $500 and you have $1,000, why don't you just wait a month or two, right? Invest some of your cash that you currently have. And basically, once you have $500, buy the item. You'll still have the item, and you'll still have $1,000. I mean, isn't that a better option than to just spend the money because you want it now? All you had to do was invest a little bit and wait a month or two. It's not that hard. It, It really is not. And a lot of people will say, like, for example, tax returns oh, but people need to clothe their kids and this and that. I'm like, there are so many ways you can save money. So many, especially on clothes for children. Like download the app. It's called the crazy coupon lady. It's crazy with a K and they have sales all the freaking time. I buy my son's clothes usually using those sales. I've, I've been able to buy my son brand new jeans from freaking old Navy for $4 and something each pair of jeans. I bought my son, I think it was last year, I bought him nine pairs of jeans for like 42 something. 
the deals are out there. You just have to find them. And that's how I've been able to clothe my kid all this time, being a single parent. I coupon the shit out of my stuff. I, I live by the I never pay full price. I just don't, unless it's fruit and vegetables. And even then, I look for, sale. I look for sales. Like, the reality is, if you're really struggling, there's always a way to save money. There's so many ways to save money. There's a lot of YouTube videos about couponing. There's a lot of YouTube videos about how to save money on meat. I buy all my meats at Target. And usually I'm spending like a dollar, dollar fifty a pound or less. I mean, there's so many ways you can save money. And I actually even have a YouTube video on this on my channel, which is at uh, Lily Resells. There's so many ways we can save money, but we need to be able to look at those opportunities and really, you know, be able at least while we get on our feet. At least so that we can save money so that the little money we have left over every month, we can re- reinvest. Because let me tell you something. If you don't discipline yourself right now that you have nothing, there's no way in hell you're going to be able to handle the temptation to not spend once you're actually making good money. And guess what? You're going to continue to be broke for the rest of your life. And that's just a reality. And don't get me wrong, this is something that I'm teaching myself right now. I even made a mistake recently where at the beginning of this year, actually last year, uh, my dad gave me $1,000. And because I was broke as hell and I didn't have good spending habits, I don't know where the hell this money went. To be honest, I didn't spend it on anything flashy. I didn't spend it on instant gratification or anything like that. But I don't know where the hell the money went. Either way, it was gone. And either way, it was not used wisely. Again, at the beginning of this year, my dad gave me $2,000. Where the fuck is that money? I have no fucking idea. I mean, the reality is our shitty spending habits are what's keeping us broke. Are what's keeping us poor. And we need to learn how to fix it. We need to learn how to be disciplined, how to not spend money on dumb shit. Cool, that shirt is cute. But guess what? Every dollar that you spend right now that you're not financially free is a dollar less that you have to invest. And it's a dollar less that you can make so that you can actually be financially free down the line. You don't actually need that shirt. You don't actually need that TV. You don't actually need those pair of shoes. And let me tell you something. I'm freaking addicted to buying Converse and Vans all the time. And over the last year or so, I'm like, you are going to stop buying shoes. You are not going to. You already have a damn collection. You are not going to buy anything that you don't need. And every two weeks, what I do is, what I started to do, actually, is I literally say, okay, this is how much I'm paying in bills this week. This is how much I'm paying in food. This is how much I'm paying in childcare. I basically deduct all that money. And even if I only have $50 left at the end of the uh, paycheck, once everything is paid off, I basically leave all that in my account. And then I have another account where I transfer all the money that I used to invest even if it's $50, $100, $150, $200, that money gets sent to my other account and I reinvest it on my reselling business because I am, I do really want to grow and I do really want to quit my job and I really do want to be financially free. So I'm disciplining myself now so that I don't have to do it later when I do have the money and the temptation is even greater. So I basically, that's what I do. I basically deduct all the money and because everything is automatic, automatically deducted from my account for payments and things like that, bills, I just leave the money there and I act as if it doesn't exist. 
And as well as the money that I used to invest, I basically put that money in that account and I only spend that and I only use that card when it comes to buying things that I'm going to resell. And that's how I've been doing it. And honestly, I am starting to see my bank account grow. And it makes me every very, very, very happy every time I see that money go up because I know that every dollar that I don't spend outside of necessities and every dollar that I'm investing is going to set me up for what I really want to be and what I really want to be is financially free. But we need to hold ourselves accountable. We need to discipline ourselves on our spending. We need to really be honest with ourselves what we're doing wrong when it comes to our spending, when it comes to our lack of investing. And are you living life for other people or are you living it for yourself? Do you really want to be financially free or do you want to just bullshit? Do you want to just wing it through life and not provide your kids? Do you really want to provide your kids with a future? You need to make that choice. And that's something that not the system is going to make, not the president is going to make for you. And honestly, whether laws change, whether we become a socialist country, whether all these variables that people want to change, whether they change or not, if you're not disciplined, if you do not teach yourself about financial literacy, I guarantee you that neither one is going to help you. Neither one is going to be to your benefit. Because we have to stop this whole idea that we are victims and that, you know, we basically have no control over our lives because guess what? We do. We have a lot of control over our lives and I feel that we fail to acknowledge that. And trust me, I've been there. I've been there paying $800 rent back in California. My account was in the freaking negative last year. And let me tell you something. I have a well-off dad. And my dad does not subsidize my lifestyle whatsoever. I pay my way 100%. The only thing my dad has ever helped me with was those $3,000 that I'm talking to you about that obviously I don't know where the fuck they went. And my car, which I'm paying him. That's the only thing my dad has ever helped me with. My dad does not pay for my lifestyle. He does not pay my rent. He does not pay anything of mine. I pay my own way because I believe in merit. And I believe that if I'm going to get myself financially free, it's not going to be because of my dad. It's going to be because of me. Because I discipline myself. You, your only way to change your financial future is starting with yourself. And you have to hold yourself accountable. And you have to do what's necessary. A lot of people don't want to sacrifice three to four or five years of not spending on dumb shit. To be able to live the rest of your life however the fuck you want. Come on, guys. Like, seriously. I would much rather, you know, tighten up the purse strings for three, four, five years. To live the rest of my life worry-free. Than to be fucking working my ass off for 40 plus years trying to keep up with the Joneses. Trying to buy all this dumb shit because we don't have, we don't want to discipline ourselves. And we'd rather blame other things other than ourselves as to why we don't have money, as to why we're broke. I'd Honestly, I'd rather live three, four, five years like I am dirt poor and not spend and invest and learn. 
to grow my bank account so that later I can live how I want than to live 40 years fucking paycheck to paycheck because fuck that shit. And let me tell you something, you can do it too. So hold yourself accountable. Figure out where the hell your money is going every month and try to figure out a solution. And I can assure you, in three, four, five years, you're going to be so fucking glad that you did. Because honestly, I've only been really teaching myself this for the last six or so months. It's made such a huge change that there's no fucking way I'm going back. I don't go out. I don't go out to eat. And guess what? That's the first thing you have to cut off. Meal prep. Cook at home every day. It's not easy. Nobody said it was going to be easy. But I can assure you guys, it'll be worth it. So let me know what you guys think on Twitter, guys. It's at Lily Resells. And again, if you want to learn how to save money on me at Target, especially if you guys have a super Target, follow me. Uh, go ahead and watch my YouTube channel. I have one. It's Lily Resells. Again, I have a video on this. Uh, I'm actually going to do an updated re uh, video soon because there have been a couple changes, but it's largely the same. Go ahead and do that. And I can assure you you're going to be very happy that you did. So let me know what you guys think and I'll see you guys next time. Bye guys.